I almost got in a fight on Saturday. Yeah, I, I almost didn't believe you when you said that, when you told me on Saturday. Do you want me to tell the story or are you going to tell the story? So I'll, say, I'll, I'll tell the first part. We were both working um, that morning and we have this alleyway right next to our restaurant where we can park. It is private property. We are still parking at our own risk. It's not designated to us, but I think when people see cars lined up there, they think that they can park there as well. Um, so we do park there, especially since we have a lot of like groceries and like food to deliver and that we do work there. We feel like, yes, we can park there, but there weren't any spots there. So we had to park right next to this one car and we were just going to wait until the cars were all gone before we reparked. And then, so we started to work again. This one guy came up to me and said, is that one of your cars outside? So I said, yeah, let me, let me tell them to move it. So I told you, Aaron, to move the car because I didn't want to go out and have to deal with this guy. So I go outside thinking that the guy's just going to be cool. I'm going to move my car and it's no big deal. But I go outside and the guy starts yelling at me, berating me, making me feel low for parking there. When in reality, it's like, anybody can park here. The guy's yelling at me, and it's kind of like, dude, you, you park here at your own risk, you know? So don't yell at me. He starts yelling at me. I start asking the guy, like, well, why are you parking here? Like, do you work here? And I think that just maybe, no, no, for sure, that just angered the guy some more. Did you tell him that he can't park there? Yeah. I said, you can't park here. But I think that his English wasn't that good. He was a little bit older. <laughs> he was about like... He did not speak English well. He was like 55. <laughs> he was older. Yeah. He was older. And nothing against people that don't speak English well. It's just hard to communicate your point when they're yelling at you and you're trying to tell them, well, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to the guy. The guy's talking to me. And obviously the guy wants to move. But I'm trying to tell the guy, you can't park here. So he pushes me in an effort to get me to move the car. Now, of course, I'm okay like having verbal confrontations. It's not a big deal. But once you start pushing somebody, when you touch somebody, when you get in somebody's physical space, it takes it to another level. So at that point, when he pushed me, when he shoved me, when he physically abused me. Both hands? One hand. It was one hand. <laughs> I I had to think, okay, am I going to fight this guy right now? <laughs> and there there like I mean I thought for a brief second, okay, I wasn't really going to throw down with the guy. I decided not to fight the guy for a couple reasons. First reason was because I didn't want to fight the guy over a parking thing. I think that's a ridiculous thing to fight over. Second, the guy's mom was there. The mom is like in a wheelchair, just like sitting there, probably waiting to leave too. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm not going to get in a fight with this guy when his mom's sitting there waiting to leave. And the third, like, I, you know, if I'm going to fight some guy, I want to make sure I'm going to win the fight. But like, you know, the, he, was, he was bigger than me. He was taller than me by a good amount. I, I mean, if I were to fight him, I'd want to think that I could have won. But then again, you know, like, I, who knows, right? Who knows how crazy the guy is. Yeah, I wouldn't want this to be your first fight. Right, and I would want right, to be there. Right. If anything, I would have made the guy, like, struggle to, to, to beat me, you know? I would have made him, like, sweat a little bit. <laughs> I, can't, I can't picture you fighting this guy. Or any guy. 
I would have yelled. I think, I think I it's all words. I, I, at first, I was like, when he touched me, I was thinking about saying, this guy just touched me, you know, like like causing a scene. But I was like, no, no, no. You know, it's it's funny because like when you're getting, when you're thrown into those situations, like a lot of common sense just gets thrown out the door. You know, like I, I'm a I'm a Christian guy. You know, I, I try to try to have be at peace. You know, I just want just let it go. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just gotta you gotta just kind of kind of just pause for a moment, think clearly. I mean. Christian worldview probably says, yeah, I, you know, I probably should have just moved my car, you know, not even, you know, once, once I found out that, okay, just tell the guy, yeah, you're not supposed to park here. And then I'd move my car. But, you know, I did decide to get into it with the guy, but I didn't fight the guy. It was fine. I moved my car. You had to, when you came back, you took a moment. You had to sit in the office. I had to calm down a little bit. I mean, I, when, when stuff makes you angry, sometimes it's good just to, to calm, to sit and just to calm down. What happened to you on Saturday? You had a you had a thing happen to you on Saturday. A phone call? Oh, yeah. A couple people um, call our shop asking if we... Just, they're like marketers. But the way they do it is... And I've learned. I've learned to ask them. I, I would say, um, who's calling? Like, what is this specifically for? And somehow they know my name. Like, my exact name. Like, asking me all these questions... And then they would ask me if I want their service. And, and I say up front, is this, am I going to be charged? Is this a paid service? And they, they say no. And they can just keep talking as if there's like no charge, which there is, like a hidden fee. And they kind of talk to you in a sense where like you can't stop them from talking, where you can't stop them from like stopping the conversation. So they just continue on trying to hook you. So this guy was saying... Would you want to do this and this and this? Let me patch you on to my other representative. And then, like, he's, like, dialing or pretend dialing or whatever. And I say, no, no, I don't want to. And then, so, I, I, I say, oh, I'm not interest, interested at this moment, but thank you. And then this guy says, so you don't want any business. So you don't want to gain any followers or you don't want to make money. Oh. And I said, uh, okay, no, thank you. And then I hung up. I do that. I do that pretty often. Does it make you mad when they say stuff like that? Like, oh, so you don't want to make money? This is probably like the first or second time they did it. It is whatever. They're doing their job. It's because one time I had them. I, I, I had them come over. It was, it was a lady. And I thought it was like a real deal and everything. It was like when we first started. But then like, yeah, there were hidden fees. And it was just a waste of time. See, I'm so bad. I would on the phone... If I knew it was a scammer, I'd be like, oh, yeah, come and talk to me. But then I'd, like, you know, send them mm. to the wrong address or I'd just make them wait for, like, uh-huh. two hours. And then when it's time, I'd just be like, oh, sorry, I can't do this anymore. I wish I could do <laughs> I'm that. I'm so bad. I'm, I'm, I'm horrible. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So do you think that uh, through Snow Society, you've gone better at uh, dealing with telemarketers? I feel like I've been better at saying no and just not feeling bad about it. Do you think that the telemarketers care? Like, if you're mean to them? Or do you think that they're like, oh, they, they know what I'm trying to do? Mm, maybe this one. I think they knew. They knew that I knew what they were trying to do. And that's why they were, like, giving you a hard time a little bit? Yeah, kind of. They, they know, like, I'm playing, so they're going to play back. Speaking of Snow Society, I've tried Quickly Boba for the first time in a long time. 
The one in your church? Yeah, this part of your new you. What is that? This is the new me. I'm I'm okay with the cheaper bobas. But a part of you being new you isn't just cheaper bobas. It's just not buying anything. I don't know what triggered this at all. What, the new me? Yeah. And I, I, I want the old you back. Th- this is the new improved me. I'm not going to spend as much money as before. I'm going to take my bedtime more seriously. I'm going to be more in control of my phone usage. It's the new me. It's the new me. I think maybe it's, you know, start of the new school year, fall, summer's over. But that doesn't really have anything to do with us because we're not, we're not in school. It's fine. It's fine, though. It's fine if you want to control, like, your phone time and, like, sleep early and stuff. I think the money thing is okay. I don't think anything happened to us where we felt like, let's not spend money. Because you're going to the extreme. You're not eating in order to save money. And I'm spending the same to fend for myself. I did this before, like, in college when I didn't have a job. It got my brother, Nate, angered because he would buy lunch or something and I would just say, oh, I'm okay, and I wouldn't eat. But then I think, I think it made him angry because he would just feel like, what's wrong with you? Like, why don't you just eat, you know, take care of yourself? I guess I don't blame him for getting angry, but sometimes when you got to save money, you got to go do extreme things. Mm-hmm. But this, this affects me because I want to go out and eat and hang out with you. We could still go out and eat and hang out. I'll just share a portion with you. And that still affects me. If I'm at a new place, I would want to try at least two dishes. I can eat. Sometimes I don't want you sharing my food. Well, I, I, I do try new things. Like today we tried a new boba. We tried a new boba That's today. That's true. I was surprised you ordered for yourself. See? It's and not... you ordered a separate drink. See? It's not all the time. That's true. That's true. But, I, but when I went to Quickly... You didn't buy a drink there, so no, I think this I, is the opposite now. Right. Now you're talking about yourself not buying something. So how come you didn't buy yourself a drink? Because I bought Boba? myself dinner that night. Remember? I had Ding's Garden, my favorite place. Right. It's like I get it once a week. And then I said, do you want anything? And you said, no. <laughs> you want it quickly, Bulba. For dinner. Yeah. Well, And you said, I'm just going to eat the snacks at John's appreciation night. And I thought, oh my gosh. And I didn't, so I didn't even eat that many snacks. I didn't you even didn't. eat that many snacks. I could have been more extreme. I could have not even bought the Quickly Boba. I was looking for a cheap option because I, you know, we had some time. I wanted to read my book. I wanted to sit in the air-conditioned Quickly Boba, boba room. That's fine. You can have Quickly. You can have Quickly. Oh, okay. That's okay. fine. You can have whatever you want. I want you to spend and... And I want you to spend money and not have to feel like you have to worry about it. I see. Well, I appreciate you giving me that financial freedom to be able to just spend money. Yeah, and, and, and I've always given you that too. It's a true statement, true statement. And you've given that to me too. So what you're saying is I shouldn't have to worry about our funds as if we're not going to be able not to eat. Yes. Well, that's God's blessing upon us. Yeah. We don't have to worry about our day-to-day. Uh-huh. Anyways, I bought the Quickly Boba. It tasted like quickly boba, and I'm happy that it's there near church. There's always been some type of boba place in that store ever since I was in like junior high when boba first came to, I don't know, 
California. California. Uh, I can, I vividly remember the first time that I had boba. I think I was in like ninth grade or something. I mean, maybe I could have had it before then, but I remember distinctly having it in ninth grade. Okay, no, no, you know what? That reminded me. When you say boba, when Aaron says boba, he means milk tea. True. Every time he says, I want boba, he always goes to the store and says, can I have milk tea without boba? But then you see, the milk tea without boba is milk tea. And, and, as society, you say, are you here for food? No, are you here for pokey or boba? No, I don't. I say food or drinks. Okay, you say food or drinks. But there are times when I hear you say, are you here for boba? And I'm thinking... Yes, a lot of people in LA do come for boba, but don't you think like you should generalize it more and say drinks more often than boba? Or like, I want tea, not I want boba when you don't even drink boba? Okay, so when I say boba, I guess what I mean to say is let's go to a drink place that serves boba. And not get boba. Yeah, yeah. Boba's for me, but I don't know why you say that. I guess I should say, let's get drinks or let's get milk tea. But I feel that, like, if I were to say, let's get drinks, oh, maybe that means let's just go to McDonald's and get a Coke. I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine if you say, let's get boba. But I think it's when you talk to a cashier and say, I want milk tea with no boba. What's wrong with that? Then it's just milk tea. But a lot of... okay, Okay, well, in my defense, though... A lot of times, the cashier will automatically put boba. So when I say no boba... I've never been to a place like that. (laughs) It happens. But you, as an society, say, did you want boba with that? Which is fine. It's fine. That's fine because you're asking if they want boba. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, Yeah. that's fine. I'm just very... It's it's confusing sometimes. So do you want me to add this onto the list of things that, that make up the new me? I'm also more careful about saying, let's get milk tea instead of saying... Let's get boba. It's the new me. Okay, let's, let's try that. All right, I'll try it. Thank you. I'll try it. We've been listening to a lot of Demi Lovato lately. Her new song, Sorry Not Sorry, is the song of the summer, even though I've only been listening it to like a week. I'm ready to declare it the song of the summer. I really like that song. When we first listened to it, we watched her music, music video and listened to it, and we weren't into it at all. And then for some reason, we listened to it again, like on the radio, and it was like life-changing. It wasn't on the radio. It wasn't life-changing. We Where was it? We listened to it on Spotify using the Snow Society LA account, and we listened to it downstairs on our speakers. Did I just choose it? Is that what happened? Did you just choose it? I think you chose it. Huh. Maybe, maybe you, heard it, maybe you heard it before, and that's when you were like, oh, this is a great song, and then you wanted to play it on the mm-hmm. speakers. It's a good song now. I don't know what happened. One reason why I think the song sounds better to me now than it did the first time I heard it. I think the first time we heard it, we were watching the video, right? So that means we were either watching on our phones or on your iPad. Right, right. And so normally on the phone or on the iPad, you're not getting like a lot of that bass. You lose a lot of Mm. bass. And so I think that once we heard it on the good normal speakers... We heard the song how it's supposed to be heard. Or at least now your ear knows that, oh, the bass is actually playing this note. And that makes this melody sound a lot nicer. Especially during the chorus, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I think also without the, I think the music video is just kind of whatever. So once you take away the music video and all you have to listen to is her vocals and the melody, I think I was able to say, yeah, you know what? This is actually a good song because I wasn't being distracted by uh-huh. the visuals. Yeah, it really enhances her, her range, her vocal range as well. I think she's, she's probably the most hardcore vocalist out there in the pop world right now. Remember we watched Miley perform Malibu on the late show with Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, because she did it like it was a country song. There was like a violin doing some fiddling. There was like a banjo guitar. And she sang it like raw. And I mean, it wasn't stripped down because there was still a whole band. It wasn't like the dance track like it is. And her vocals were pretty strong. Those might have been the best vocals I've ever heard Miley sing with. Did you see her live? Yeah, I just don't remember. It didn't catch my eye mm. or as much as it did to you. You think Demi's vocals are better than Miley's though, right? I think she is stronger. Are they like... But I, I do consider them pretty unique in their own way. So they're different. You don't consider them... I wouldn't them, compare them. They're not like competition to each other? I don't... I don't think so. I don't know. How, how do musicians, how are they competitive? How do they compete? I guess you could compete by like, you know, singles and like, oh, who's the, who has the hottest number one song of the nation or whatever, mm. you know? That's hard. That's hard. Yeah. I mean, there's I, so many different genres of music. I mean, if they're singing the same exact song, I would consider like, yes, I will have to choose one. But right. it's, I feel like it's all about the mood. That's Like true. Malibu, if I'm in the car... With my friends, windows down. That's like Malibu. Demi Lovato is like... Like party music? Yeah. True. Like at home, dancing. You did some art for a wedding recently, and you drew all the Disney castles for table seatings. Mm-hmm. Tell me Something about like that. Something like that. Yeah. Tell me about that. I, I think you did a good job. Thanks. So this was for JJ and Lucy's wedding. That just happened over the weekend. They had a Tangled Disney-themed kind of wedding. So for their table numbers, they wanted different locations from the Disney movies, like Arendelle, Corona. So And then a lot of the other castles. So just locations from the Disney movies. So what they wanted was um, they wanted me to print the actual scene from the movie of that location but after looking at it and thinking it through since every movie were created in different time periods and different different style styled art I didn't think it would be as cohesive ever if I were just to print them all oh because the design like the look of it is different yeah for the all look the different of places it. I see mm-hmm. right so I thought okay well they for their invites, I already did like a watercolor effect. So I kind of want to continue with that. So I thought maybe if I just watercolor all the locations, that will bring the art together and make it more cohesive and consistent. So I did a sample. I showed it to them. They said, yeah, go ahead and, and do that. So I did it for all 20 table numbers. Wow. And then I put it on their escort cards, which is the assigned seating. So each person knows which table to go to for dinner those were supposed to be like flight tickets 
Disney, Disneyland tickets. So they're oh, like the oh, older version right. of Disneyland tickets. Okay, I get it now. I get it now. So it wasn't like, there wasn't like Mickey in there and a Disney castle in there. Right. It was whatever location it was, like Cave of Wonders or Pride Rock from Lion King. So that drawing was on there and then their name but and you, the actual location's name. You didn't do real watercoloring, right? You did. You used your iPad? I did, yeah. So I used my iPad. It took me a long time to figure out how to do watercolor. And I realized I need to download some Procreate, which is... Um, the app I use, mm. I need to download Procreate brushes in order to get that effect. And then I had to mix and match and blend it together to make it somewhat realistic. Did it take a lot of work? A lot of time? It did. In the beginning, was a lot of trial and error trying to get that effect and to make it look good. Mm. My first one was Agrabah. So that one might have looked the best because I took the most time trying to figure it out. And then the rest that followed, it did take less time. The first one maybe took me two hours, and then it then averaged out to maybe one hour for each drawing. What was your favorite location Mm. that you drew? I was surprised that Cave of Wonders came out better than I thought, because if you remember from Aladdin, Cave of Wonders is where the... What's that called? The the lamp was? Right. So it was a very dark scene. Mm. Is, Is it Lion? Yeah, it's like a tiger's face or tiger. something, like a tiger's mouth, I think. Yeah, and it's, it's open. So there's some light from the mouth, mm. but it's like all dark. So mm. it's more of a blue, cool kind of color. So mm. that I thought wouldn't look good. But it turned out better than I thought. That was fun. And, oh, also, Lilo and Stitch House. That was a good one because I like the colors. It was like a blue and kind of orange color. We're going to continue our boba tour. We went to Tan Cha today. Tan Cha. Tan Cha. <laughs> Tancha. Tancha. I have no idea. Tancha. It was in San Gabriel, SGV. It's pretty close. The, the thing is that they have like tiramisu and cheesecake flavored. Like a cream on top of the tea. It might not even be flavored cream. I think maybe it is just straight up tiramisu cake and cheesecake. Uh, no, it's not. I... I well, those are solid forms. Okay, right, right. It, this was cream. I don't know this how, but it tasted like tiramisu cake. I got the tiramisu one, and yes. So there's a top layer of this tiramisu foam or whatever it is, and then beneath that is the tea. The tea just tasted like normal tea. Actually, it tasted like kind of like weaker than like a normal flavored tea. I think it tasted exactly like the tea you got. You got the... Red black right. tea. And yeah. it tasted like red black tea. I just don't think you're familiar with that it's true. type of tea. It's true because I always get sweetened, mm-hmm. sweetened drinks. I first tried the tiramisu part by itself and it tasted good. It tasted good. Mm-hmm. And then I tasted the tea and I was like, oh, okay, it just tastes like normal tea. But when you mix the two together, that's when you start getting like, oh, yeah, th- this tastes good. And then this, the drink actually turns really sweet because the tiramisu just mm-hmm. kind of mixes in. They give you also this little shovel thing. I guess I've seen this around on social media, the little shovel, but I've never understood why. So now I understand why. But how? Like, what do we use it for? I'm not sure. I guess maybe people don't normally mix it all together. Oh, they eat it like the top part first? And then drink it. Maybe. Wash it down with the tea. I'm not sure. I saw a little visual that said to open the cap and drink the cream and the tea so i tried that but i got no tea and got all cream mm. i'm not sure if i was doing it right or if that's what i was supposed to do but it tasted good your cheesecake one yeah it tasted like cheesecake i think i like sea salt better as a topping but i would try this one again but 
with like a high mountain green tea because I got oolong one. I needed. I wanted more green tea flavor. Would you go back again? Get the same drinks? I would try the green tea. I have to take a ACLS, BLS class tomorrow. Advanced cardiac life support and basic life support class. Do you want to talk about that? No. 